Okay, each win and each loss really, really matters this time of the year. It's week eight. We're going to give you some start-sit advice for the week as well as Hail Mary matchups. Don't miss this episode. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Hello. Okay, okay. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How you doing? Hey, it is Thursday, the 29th of October. My name is Zach. I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Daniel Badaki. It's great to see you, brother. Great to see you, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Ready for week eight. A very, very crucial week in fantasy. A lot Absolutely. of people sitting on the line of playoffs and and mediocrity. And I am very much there in most of my leagues. So yeah. really, really hoping for a good week here. Yeah, if I'm, I'm, I'm chilling right now. I'm kind of cruising. Hopefully, I'm trying to get another W. But in my other league, this is absolutely terrible. I'm one in six. Yeah. Dealing with the injury bug this year. Yeah. Unlucky. It is unlucky. Buys are, are hurting people this week. And I mean, in my other league, I have Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas and was expecting both of them to be back by now. And it looks like they're both missed this week, which is really, really cool. Just classic. Shout out, shout out to fantasy football. Gotta love the emotions that come along with it. Hey, we are giving away a signed George Kittle jersey. That's right. A 49ers signed George Kittle jersey. Huge. Compliments of RSA, our partner. We do monthly giveaways, so if you want to sign up for this one, if you want to enter, head to our Fantasyland or our our Instagram page, which is at Fantasyland Football. You'll be able to see all the ways to enter there and all the bonus entries. Don't miss out on this opportunity. We will be announcing it not this Thursday night, but next Thursday night when the Niners play on Thursday Night Football. You can follow us on Twitter. You can watch the show and see our beautiful faces on YouTube. Hit the notification button so you don't miss any notifications or videos. And, of course, you can listen on virtually any podcast platform in the world. You know who is our third biggest viewer? Talk to me. Out of all the countries in the world, the Talk United States is one, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Big shout-out to the USA, America. <laughs> number two is Australia. We've got some connections to Sydney. We, we love Australia. And That's number right. three is India. India is coming in strong at number three from Honestly. our viewership. Big really shout out to India. I, I'm I'm actually loving that. That's a fact. And we just found out that we are the number 17 fantasy sports podcast in Hong Kong. So if you're listening from Hong Kong, big shout out to you. Uh, honestly, that just is so exciting to hear. Yeah. Padaki, people can support us if they'd like to now. Absolutely. They? Absolutely. Look, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasyland fam. Look, it's just a great way to support the show to help us move forward and to help us give you great fantasy football content. Look, it's just another way that we can build this community, get to know you, you get to know us. Yeah. It's a good way to support. So check it out. We have three different tiers. Go from there. Yeah. Big shout out to you if you want to support us. That would be awesome. Lots of news to talk about today. Huge. What is going on here? What is going on in the NFL right now? Oh my goodness. Right oh my as we God. are about to record this, a lot of news broke. 
And more news will break after this is recorded. I feel like this is a big, big week for news. Absolutely. Not a plug, but seriously, you will we, you will want to be following us on Twitter for updates this week. Lots of players with injuries. Okay, let's start it off with bye weeks. You need to know Washington, Arizona, Jacksonville, and the Texans are on a bye this week. Do yeah. not play anyone from these teams. But Badaki, your guy Chris Carson, some updates on him. That's right. Uh, literally not even 10 minutes ago, we got a notification that Chris Carson will be a game-time decision for Sunday's game against the 49ers. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be starting, but there's a lot of injuries in that running uh, running back room. Carlos Hyde yeah. is dealing with the hamstring tightness. Travis Holmes is dealing with the injury as well. And really the only guy next up is DJ Dallas. So <laughs> if you're Chris Carson yeah. owner and you picked up Carlos Hyde, unlucky it could be dj dallas he might still be available in your league so definitely try to go get him as the handcuff to the handcuff you could oh, be able to plug it's him frustrating in. because you don't know who's gonna play honestly no anyone could play and anyone could not play the only guy that you know is going to be available is dj dallas <laughs> but he might not even have a role if some of these guys play absolutely so i'm taking a risk right now i personally think dj dallas is going to play i don't think carlos is going to play i don't think chris carson is going to play Travis Holmes is definitely not okay. playing, in my opinion. So I already picked up DJ Dallas. I'm starting him with confidence. It's kind of crazy right now, but look, if if he's the only guy starting, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The, okay. I'm just thinking that he's going to be the only guy okay to play right now. Gotcha. Okay, did not participate in practice. These players did not participate in practice. We don't know today yet, Thursday, if they have or not. We will find out with a practice report soon, and that will be updated on Twitter. But Aaron Jones did not practice. Joe Mixon did not practice. Mark Ingram did not practice. Pretty big. I think we expect most of these players to not play this week. I right? was I was expecting Aaron to be back on the field personally, at least practicing. Hmm. I'm not surprised about Joe. I'm not surprised about Mark. It was a bit surprising. We're going to wait and see what happens today if he's going to be practicing. But Aaron Aaron Jones, big surprise. Yeah, very big surprise. I think they're in a position, same with Devonta Adams, they don't need to rush anyone back That's with right. their record. So I think they will probably hold off, but we will wait and see. Jamal Williams and Gio will be great starts if these players do miss the game. Tevin Coleman, designated to return from IR. We That's are great. not sure if he will play this week or not. Most likely looking like he will not play, but anything could happen in this crazy <laughs> World win we called the 49ers backfield. Absolutely. What are you thinking is going to happen here with Coleman? I think he's going to be a game time decision as well. Personally, if Tevin Coleman plays, then it's going to be Jeff Wilson, apparently, from according to last week. <laughs> like, who right. knows? Right. Jeff but, Wilson will not play in this game. You're saying, you're saying it's going to be a surprise situation. Yeah. Okay. Well... You you honestly have to be following us on Twitter to get these updates because it's gonna change. Yeah, we every probably day. we honestly won't know probably until day before game day, maybe even game day. So yeah, stay tuned. Allen Robinson, big name. He is in concussion protocol. Surprise! Very unknown of his yeah. status for this week. If he does not clear concussion protocol, he will most likely miss the week. Huge, but for- we don't know the status of that. No, absolutely not, which is really interesting. I think this is really big for your Jimmy Graham owners. I don't think a, another wide receiver can really step in, into this position. You know, Cordell Patterson 
is going to have to step up and play a big role in this game. Also, you know, David Montgomery, he's going to have to step up and do something instead of just freaking trying to juke people when he can't juke. He's going to have to <laughs> freaking do something. What about Cole Komet? You think Cole Komet could be a guy that, that oh. um, takes yeah. that leap? I think so, too. I mean, okay. who knows? Who know? I think if 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 Allen Robinson is out, Jimmy Grant's the number one receiving target there. Maybe Cole Komet could be open if they're going to run the, the two yeah. tight ends. Definitely will be something to monitor throughout the week. Great, great news if you are a Dalvin Cook owner. Let's go. He is practicing today, and it is quote-unquote expected that he will play. That's right. However, obviously we need to monitor the rest of the week with practices, but he is on track to return from that injury against the Packers. Now, the Packers themselves, very interested in this little gold nugget of information. <laughs> the Packers have inquired about Will Fuller from the Texans. That's interesting, interesting to me because would that hurt Will Fuller's fantasy value or would it help his fantasy value if he ended up on the Packers? He goes from being the number one guy but goes to a better offense. I'm not sure that it helps him in no. fantasy. Absolutely not. And my first impression was that I'm. I don't want Will. If I'm a willful owner right now, I'm not happy if he's going to be going to get traded to the Packers. Yes, he gets a better quarterback. Yes, he gets a better offense. But he drops from from number one to potentially number two, maybe top three. I don't know. I really don't know where yeah. he, they would place him if he goes I think be to the, Green Bay. The number two, but it's just man. Who's getting targets outside of Adams right now? Maybe that's what they want. Maybe yeah. that hurts Adams as well. Who knows? But it's not a situation you want to be in. Honestly, this entire Texans wide receiver core and offense is maybe a team I'm starting to fade because yeah. it looks like they're trying to get rid of assets because they have no draft capital. <laughs> They've given up so much Everything. draft capital and it's not worked out. It looks like teams are calling about Randall Cobb. If Randall Cobb and Will Fuller end up get, being traded, what's the value of a Deshaun Watson? What's the value of a DJ if you can't throw the ball to anyone? Is it time to start potentially looking at trading away your Texan players? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if I'm a Texans owner, I will be selling high in every opportunity that I can. You know, with Will Fuller, I think he was on our sell high a long time ago. I mean, you know, trade away a long yeah. time ago probably like week one week two when he kind of went off and we weren't really happy about it so i'm personally not happy with any texans play you know david johnson is definitely struggling hit or miss for sure with david yeah. uh, with david johnson I'll, I'll be wanting to trade them away immediately lots lots to consider obviously this texans team is not the team anyone thought they would be this year no one knew if Bill O'Brien was a genius or if he just was what we thought he was. <laughs> and he was what we thought he was. Oh, oh rest in peace, B.O.B. Let's talk about start, sit, advice for week seven. Excuse me, can I touch you for a minute? Excuse me, can I touch you for a minute? Let's talk about it. Start and sits for week seven. Start or sit Start or sits. Whatever you want to call it. We're going to tell you <laughs> Some crucial information for week eight, okay? 
Now, what we like to do on the pod here is we like to take six key matchups in fantasy and we like to break it down. Okay? Yeah. But what we try to avoid is those matchups where you already know exactly what you're going to do, right? So for the Chiefs, we try to do them as little as possible. For the Ravens, we try and do it as little as possible. For certain teams, we you know sometimes we still cover them. But for the Chiefs, you just know who you're going to start, right? Yeah. You just know that you're going to start these players. Absolutely. So we try and find matchups that are maybe a little bit harder to make those decisions. And mm-hmm. hopefully we are going to help you with some key decisions this week, start or sits. So, Badaki, take us through our first key matchup of the week. That's right. Divisional game. This is huge, I think. This is going to be a big game. This is going to be a foundational game for one of these teams. The 6-0 and Steelers and the 5-1 Ravens. For me, all my eyes are all on the Ravens teams here. I think that the Ravens aren't who they are. Hmm. You know, they've been struggling throughout the year so far. Lamar has been himself, hasn't been that. You know, MVP that he was last season. Yeah, they're still in five and one, but look who they played. Yeah, yeah, no, we've we've talked about this on previous pods. It's it's yeah, you know, you want to believe that it's still there, but signs are pointing towards teams figuring out this offense. The defense has been carrying them. So you're right. This is very much a prove it. Are you a legit contender type game? Absolutely. Um. <clears throat> excuse me so over under here 46 i'm definitely taking that i think it's gonna be a high scoring game personally but look yeah. i just want to say on both sides of the ball this is a tough matchup raven has a great defense Steelers have have a great defense so yeah. all these players you know take it in consideration that they're playing great defenses obviously you know your must starts big ben james connor juju and deontay that's really it on mm-hmm. the Steelers side of the ball i think james connor is going to be it's going to be hard for him to establish this run against this Ravens defense, personally. We're going to see who's going to be the top receiver this week with Juju. I got to ask a question. I yeah. got to ask a question. Big Ben is a must-start for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you have Big Ben, for me, he he's a must-start. I think he... This is a game where he can set... It's, it's crazy. When you think of Big Ben, he either is boom or bust in division games. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so he's he's either gonna tear this defense apart, or this defense is just gonna make him crumble. Okay, I'm personally, you know, we always see things a little bit differently in certain areas. I'm personally gonna be fading Big Ben this week. Yeah, I, hard. I'm just not comfortable starting him because he's just not been. They've not needed him all that much. You're right to be that guy. You know, right. they the it's the defense. We talked about it on yesterday's pod. It's the defense and the run game that they've started to rely on. And I just don't love the idea of starting Big Ben. I think you might be in a position where you have to, but I don't love the idea. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to score touchdowns here. I think with the run game, he's going to dissect that defense and he's going to be throwing touchdowns to whoever that may be. But like I said, look, I'm... My questionable plays for me is definitely Chase Claypool. The only way I'm starting Chase Claypool is if Deontay Johnson is out. I mean, you saw what he did last week. He did absolutely nothing. He had one catch last week in last week's game, yeah. and that's when Deontay Johnson went out for one play. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not starting him with, with any confidence at all right now. Like I said, the only way I'm starting him is with consistency. I like to see consistency. Obviously, he was a waiver wide pick. Everyone was high on him. That's the thought process right now. 
Yeah, it's hard to trust any Steelers wide receiver like we talked about yesterday. I'm not even convinced that Deontay is the guy. You know, I just yeah. think he's had a good game and he's had a lot of good games, but I'm just not convinced that it's, you know, it's, I don't think the Steelers know who the guy is. The, the Steelers tried to make it, to make a juju, but it keeps failing. It fails every time in my, in my mm. personal opinion, but ooh, excuse me, let's move on to the Raven side of the bull. Once again, tough matchup. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews is really the only two people, which is crazy to say, on this Ravens on this Ravens offense here. Obviously, you know, like we so said earlier. So you're only starting Lamar and Mark with, with confidence. With confidence. You're not yeah, starting anyone else with confidence. There's no one else that I, I personally want to start with confidence. Okay. Obviously, we'll talk about this now. Hollywood Brown, I mean, can he really be a fact in this game? Is he going to be? Yeah. You know, once again, Steelers defense. Actually, the Steelers defense actually give up you know a lot of points to wide receivers. So maybe Hollywood mm. could be a factor in this game. But I'm still not confident because I don't think Lamar no. is going to be able to spread this ball out. I mean, we, he's been struggling. Hollywood's been struggling. And then obviously the running yeah. game here is also a struggle. Mark Ingram's hurt. Oh, my gosh. I mean, who, who's going to be the next guy? J.K. Dobbins was, was being used, but then... It turned to J.K. Diamond and then Gus Edwards. So, like, who That's who am bus. I starting? Yeah, who am I starting I with confidence? I don't know how to answer that question. That's <laughs> what's frustrating. And is it really worth anything to start one of these guys? We've talked about this. So far, it is very fair to say that the Ravens are supposed to be the best run offense in the league, which yeah. they were last year. But it is very fair to say that so far, they have been the most disappointing the least valuable backfield in the NFL, in right. the entire NFL. They're, try and think about it. I know it's it's crazy to say. It's it's hard to hear. But there, to this point, you cannot say there's been a less valuable backfield it's crazy in the entire to say. league. It's crazy to say, especially when they are a run-first offense. Uh, that that's, that's what blows my mind. You know, you expect one, Mark Ingram to at least be doing something you know, there was a lot of hype on J.K. Dobbins. He's not doing nothing. Yeah. Obviously, he's sitting behind Mark Ingram. But look, this is, once again, this is a huge game. Big factor. We're going to see if any of these people on the Ravens side of the ball are going to be relevant. This is going to be a test for the Ravens yeah. offense. We're going to see if they're going to be a contender, a playoff contender. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game. It's definitely going to be a good one, regardless of fantasy. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the 3-3 three and three Raiders at the five and two Browns, the oh over boy. and under is fifty three. Brought to you by Odd Shark. Okay, this is a big game, huge because <laughs> are the Browns legit? Doesn't look like it, but they keep winning games. <laughs> and the right. Raiders can they recover from very interesting game last week? Very hard game for them. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about must-starts on the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, he is a must-start. He's currently running back 14. I know he's coming off his worst week of the year, but you still have to start Josh Jacobs. The volume is there and the talent is there. Start JJ. Yep. Okay, don't think about it. Darren Waller, if he's not in your starting lineup, don't know what you're doing. He probably <laughs> is, though. You probably know what you're doing. Darren Waller is a must-start every week regardless of matchup. Right. Those are the only two guys I'm trusting with confidence on this Raiders team. Okay. But let's talk about some questionable players. Henry Huggs, Henry as we Huggs. like to call him. 
Henry Hugs. <laughs> That's right. Not rugs, but hugs. Hugs. Hugs, not drugs. Let's talk about Henry Hugs. Henry Hugs is very talented, and he is extremely fast. Has great explosion. Obviously, the comparisons to Tyree Kill are there, and we see each week there's an opportunity for him to score a long touchdown every week. Right. Whether it's caught, whether it's dropped, he always has an opportunity to pop off. Cleveland, a very, very bad defense against wide receivers. In fact, they are the second worst defense against wide receivers this year. So, Henry Huggs, Henry Ruggs, could be a Hail Mary this week. I'm not comfortable with it, but it's someone if you need in a pinch, you could start. Another guy that you might be able to start is Nelson Aguilar. We've talked about Nelson on our waiver wire show. Yes. You can listen in detail on our thoughts about him on that show. It's two shows ago. But a, oh. could he be a who who are you starting out of these two if you had to choose one? Nelson or, or Henry Huggs? Because Nelson's been more consistent. Yeah, exactly. Nelson's been more consistent, but Henry Henry Ruggs could have, you know, that boom or bust. He's kind of like a Henry Henry Hugs Hugs Henry Ruggs is kind of like um I'm trying to think maybe like an Odell you know mm. is he is he really gonna is he really gonna be this guy that is really talented or is he just gonna be that deep down you know deep field type guy because that's what's happening yeah. right now he's not yeah I haven't seen any any passes you know in the slot maybe one or two I haven't seen really any yeah, short passes in the slot for I get him. that. The you know? encouraging sign is that John Gruden knows apparently that he needs to design plays for him. He's said that in interviews. We just haven't seen the volume. So if you right. know that you have a talented player and you spent your, he was the first wide receiver in the draft selected. You had to have some plan for him. Yeah. Where's the plan? Why haven't we seen it? Why hasn't Henry Ruggs had a chance to be a breakout star yet? This could be the week where we see that game plan come together. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Another question, Derek Carr. I mean, with yeah. the Cleveland being the second, you know, second giving up the second most points to wide receivers, should we be starting him? I mean, I think this I could think, be a good a good Hail Mary option or maybe just a good streamer. I think he is a streaming option. However, there are other options I prefer over him. So sure. I'm not I'm not saying I need to stream this guy. Okay. But it's not terrible considering the circumstances. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. Five and two. Somehow winning games. And <laughs> when you watch it, it looks like they are going to lose the games, but they end up winning them. Yeah. The only must start for me is Kareem Hunt. Okay. And I said this last week. I'm not going to take credit for it because OBJ got injured. <laughs> I said you couldn't start OBJ. I just didn't trust him. But oh, gosh. You know, I'm not going to take credit for that. You, you can't ruined the man's career. That's what you did. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, uh, get get healthy soon, OBJ. We love you. Uh, giveaway, actually, he was he was one of our giveaways. Big shout out to you, OBJ. Love you. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it though. Cream Hunt currently RB six, doing really really well. He is a must start against this Las Vegas defense, who is currently giving up the second most points. To the running back position. Cream Hart. <laughs> Cream Hart. Cream, Cream Hart. Now. Hunt. <laughs> he is a smash start this week. He's the only start on the Browns for me. 
But let's talk about some questionable players, guys you could consider starting if you're in a pinch. Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Harrison Bryant. Let's talk about these three guys, okay? okay. Here's the issue. One of these guys will be very fantasy relevant. One of them will have a great game. I I, I just I couldn't tell you who it's going to be. Could Can you tell me who it's going to be, Badaki? Uh, no, I, I really can't. I think Rashad Higgins is going to take, you know, OBJ spot. He's going to be that deep down type guy. I think Jarvis Landry is going to stay in the slot. I was, oh, look, it's kind of hard to kind of pinpoint it because all these guys move around. You know, OBJ moved to the slot. He moved outside. Same thing with Jarvis. They yeah. all moved around. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint. It's very inconsistent here. I personally think it's going to be Rashad Higgins. He's okay. a younger. He's faster. You know, he's not hurt. Jarvis is always has a little limp when he runs. But <laughs> I think I think it has to be Rashad Higgins if there was one of the guys that I had to choose. I mean, he had like 100-plus yards last game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he had a really great game last week in place of OBJ's spot. I just don't think that you can really trust any of these guys. Even with a great matchup, I'm not loving starting them if I have to. Harrison yeah. Bryant, the tight end, had two touchdowns last week, was the best tight end on the week. I don't think we expect this to continue. I think we both are in the wait-and-see approach with Harrison Bryant. Absolutely. Stash him on the bench. If you had to start him, start him, but I'd like to stash him and see how it plays out. I assume you feel the same. Yeah, absolutely. That That's my thought process. I'm not really starting him with confidence. Let's wait and see. All right. Next matchup here, 5-1 tie-ins. The 1-5-1 Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, okay. Wow. Over under 54 here. I mean, I think this could be a high-scoring game. I think this is going to be a great game. We saw what, you know, the young rookie and Joe Burrow did last week. So yeah. hopefully he can, you know, put up some points, you know, put up a great game this week. But yeah. Titans sign the ball. You got to start the king for sure. There's oh. no question about it. A.J. Brown. Yes, sir. John o. Smith. I think these these guys are all my starts. And I think a great start of the week probably could be the start of the week is going to be Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to be slinging Ooh. the ball against his Bengals okay. defense. I mean, I think the Titans are a really great team. Per, yeah. Oh, man. I think they're such a good team. Derrick Henry. I mean, you have. I, we said this. Yes. I don't know if we said this on the podcast or off. We did talk uh, about it yesterday. They imagine, are your Super Bowl pick. Yeah. But I was saying, imagine Derrick Henry wearing a crown, you know, carrying the Lombardi trophy. How <laughs> sick would, would that look? That A crazy photo op. I'm not going to lie. But look, these are my all must starts. Like I said, obviously, the King, AJ Brown, John o. Smith, Ryan Tannehill, all must starts. But my questionable player, and the only questionable player on this team is Corey Davis. Yeah. And the reason why I'm questionable about him is because is, is he the real deal? Is he going to be getting all these targets mm. that he's gotten? I mean, he had 10 targets last game. He was 6 for 10 last game. He had a touchdown last game as well. Is this something that we can see moving forward? Is this something that he... Obviously, he got more targets than AJ, but AJ had that big touchdown, right. you know? Yeah. Um, You know... With Corey, I just think it's each week is going to be inconsistent. He'll probably get a touchdown some weeks. He'll probably get four points one week and then 15 the other. Right. It's just not someone I'm currently wanting to start with any confidence. And I wanted to talk about Adam Humphreys as well. He's pretty much 
moved to the irrelevant category now with all their weapons back, right? Yeah, it it's there's not enough to go around. <laughs> no, there's not enough to go around. It's clear that AJ and John New Smith are the key pieces to this wide receiving core. Or I mean, obviously John New's a tight end, but it's really AJ and John New. John New is technically a wide receiver slash tight end. So those those are really the only people I'm starting. Those are the guys I think are going to be taking off this week. But Bengals side of the ball. Let's go to the Bengals side of the ball. The Cincinnati Bengals, Sam Green's favorite team. Oh. Joe Burrow. Am I starting Joe Burrow? How you feel? See, that's um, that's a question we've had a lot this week because Tennessee's secondary has been below average the whole year, really. And he, I, he's been doing something. He's been great. I just he has been inconsistent. He has been great. But look at his game logs. He has been inconsistent throughout yeah. the year. I mean, based last on matchups. Week, last week was his best game. Yeah, thirty-three points. Three touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. He had four touchdowns, actually. I think he's in the streaming yards. conversation, but I don't think he is a must-start. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll ask you this because we, we talked about the Falcons on yesterday's show. Are you going to start Matty Ice or Joe Burrow this week? Um, For me, it's Matty Ice. Yeah. Just okay. purely because of the matchup, I think. I think the matchup's a lot better. I, I personally believe that the Titans' defense is... A lot better than the Panthers' defense. Yeah. That's the thought okay. process. That's the thought All process. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Tyler Boyd, you're starting. Jill Bernard, you're starting if Joe Mixon is out. T. Higgins, wide receiver, 25. He's doing his thing. He is. He's, He's doing gone. his thing. He had a great touchdown last week. I mean, what can we really expect from him this game? Is I is, think is, is, is he the wide receiver? Expect- He's, he's, I think he and Tyler Boyd are the wide receiver 1A and 1B, right? And AJ Green, I, two? I wide think receiver AJ three. Green is the wide receiver three, but Ooh. he's getting the targets. And you know what's great about this offense is they're always going to need to score. So yeah. it's not a terrible situation to have the wide receiver two or three in an offense like this because they will probably need to utilize them. T. Higgins, right. I think you got to start him each week. He is obviously the guy they want to get the ball to. And he's very talented. And we've seen that. And we've seen the connection with Joey B. AJ Green, I think, could be a spot start if you need someone. Okay. So are you starting? Hmm. AJ Green or Corey Davis? AJ Green, if I had to choose one. I'm trying yep, to think the, from the targets else. are there for AJ. And yeah. I think there's a lot of talent there still. I think so as well. I just think that, I mean, this now he has so much talent around him that, you know, yeah. Joe Burrow can kind of spread the ball around. That's the thought process. Those are my guys that I'm starting for the Bengals. Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, Gio, T. Higgins, and AJ Green. If you need to start, start them. I love it. The one and five Packers at the... F- oh. <laughs> they are one in five. The one in five Vikings <laughs> at the five in one Packers. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh boy. What's you that know mean? what that means when you hear the siren? What's it mean? <laughs> this is our upset of the week. Oh boy. Each week 
We like to make a bold prediction for an upset that we see some validity to. Okay. And let's talk about this because yeah, about I it. know that when we post this on Instagram, people are going to be coming at our necks as they typically have. Mm-hmm. Here's the thought process behind this. Okay. Vikings are coming off a bye week. A lot of players who have had some injuries will start to come back. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. The offense for the Vikings is a better offense in the league. There's, Absolutely. You know, they are in the top half of offenses in this league with the talent of Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins, is he that guy? Probably not. But he is the guy to make them fantasy relevant and to give them opportunities to win. The Packers. Packers are an amazing team. A great team. Will they score? Yes. Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams will probably have top five games this week. But we believe that there's enough, uh, enough talent on this Vikings offense to give them a shot to win. That's right. To be clear, Badaki, the favorites are the Packers, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> Gosh, absolutely. They are the Packers. Or it is the favorites are the Packers. I think another great reason for this is because it's also a divisional game. I think we, yeah. we take that. I take that into account a lot every time I look at these yeah. these matchups. These teams see each other twice a year. You know, this this could definitely be a really good game. Dalvin Cook could have one of his best games ever, and like for the season, because the Green Bay Packers are terrible against the run game. So yeah, well, I'm I'm actually excited about this one. I know we had the Packers as an upset before against the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, shame on us. You know, shame on us. Terrible. I can't believe we would do that. Look. We believe there's an opportunity, there's a shot for the Vikings to win this game. Let's see if we're right. Sometimes we miss it, sometimes we hit it. All right, must starts on the Vikings. You know you're starting Dalvin Cook. If he's back, he's been maybe the second or third best player in fantasy so far. Adam Thielen, wide receiver six currently. Green Bay has a good secondary. But if you go back and you look at this matchup between Jari Alexander which is Green Bay's cornerback one. He's a great cornerback, lots of talent. He's been very consistent. Adam Thielen has been able to beat him throughout his entire career. Absolutely. Don't know what it is. I don't know why. Sometimes certain guys just have a number on certain guys. It's mental. It's mental for him. (laughs) It could be mental. (laughs) Adam Thielen has been able to beat Jari Alexander. I know that Jari will be covering Adam Thielen, but... That's okay, because they have Justin Jefferson, who is mm-hmm. already the most talented wide receiver on this team. I've said it from week four, I think is the first time I said that statement. Justin Jefferson is the most talented wide receiver on this team already. Not that he's the most valuable wide receiver in fantasy. He is the most talented, though. We'll see. So, you have to start Justin Jefferson. Yes. Because if Adam Thielen is in... Double coverage, if they've planned around Thielen, Justin Jefferson will have opportunities to score. You have to understand, though, when you start JJ, there is a very low floor. A very low floor. I'm talking five to seven point floor. But the upside, as you know, is so good. That's right. You've got to start him. You <laughs> just right. have to start JJ. You can't be leaving him on your bench. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. I definitely agree with that. JJ, I personally think, is a must start here. Is a great opportunity, a great matchup. 
I mean, yeah. there's not much more you can say. I, I personally wish this was a Sunday night, you know, Monday night football oh, yeah. game. I would have loved that to see this under the lights. Yeah. Questionable players. Who are the players I'm not so convinced on starting? Irv Smith. He's had back-to-back decent games in that 10-point range. But yep. I'm not starting him with any confidence. Green Bay is currently number five, fifth best against tight ends in fantasy. And I could be wrong, but I would rather be wrong than, you know, take a chance on earth and be right, if that makes <laughs> right. sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Kirk Cousins. Mm. Mm. There are a few weeks I'm trusting Kirk as a streamer, and this is just not one of them. I, I just cannot trust Kirk Cousins in my lineup. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I think it's definitely it's once again divisional game. I I'm going to be seeing the way I picture this classic Kirk Cousins. He comes out, throws a pick first game, Green Bay's up. You know, next drive, right, right. they give the ball to Dalvin. Dalvin scores. Wow. Kirk Cousins just drove the, you know, took took us down right. the field. You know, so like <laughs> it, it could it could play that way, or Kirk Cousins throws a bomb first play. Adam Thielen. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk yeah, Cousins I mean, is the hero. So. You know what? The good thing is, is that this is not a primetime game. So Kirk Cousins will probably perform better <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, actually. people aren't watching him too intently. I don't know why. It's 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 mental, isn't it? It is mental. mental. <laughs> Let's we talk about the Packers. We need a mental button. <laughs> we do. Mental. <laughs> That's Badaki's favorite word to say. Mental. It's all mental for you. You're in mm-hmm. your head. Free rent. Get me out. Okay. <laughs> Must start players for the Packers, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams. Whoever gets to start, they need to be in your lineup. Yes, A.J. Dillon is not the guy. Mm-hmm. I assume that the Packers were smart in the front office, and they wanted to see what the second-round pick had. But that was shame on me for assuming they had a plan when it's they okay. had their 2020 draft. <laughs> it's it's either Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams who needs to be in your lineup. Devontae Adams, of course, you're starting him. Minnesota is terrible against wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers, of course, you are starting him. Let's talk about Robert Tanyan. I feel like he's the only questionable player on this team. Yeah. Not to really be clear, I'm not starting. I'm not starting any other wide receiver. Robert Tanyan. Man, there was so much hope and expectation <laughs> after that three-touchdown <laughs> game, right? Absolutely. And I think there's still a role there. I just don't think we know what it is. And I'm not sure that this team has defined it yet for him. Right. So it's hard. Yeah. I think they, they, they want you're right, there is a role for, for him. I think they're still trying to, you know, find find creative ways to use him. Mm. Um I that's the best way I can really put it. You know, it's really Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Robert Tanyan can I personally think is irrelevant for this offense. Yeah, he's definitely he's talented. He's talented though. I think he's I think he'll be great somewhere else. The good thing is that we know Aaron Rodgers loves this guy. If you've been able to watch games where he's targeted Robert Tonyan, it's made Aaron Rodgers so happy. In yeah. a strange way where it's like, why are you so happy that Robert's getting the ball? <laughs> it's not sus or anything, I'm just saying. <laughs> um but Robert Tonyan, I think you just have to probably play the wait and see approach with him. Yeah. I, I believe so. See what happens. I believe so. Wait and see with Robert Tanyan. My last matchup, not the last matchup, the two and four charges at the two and four Broncos. Another divisional game here. I think this is mm. a great game. 
look, Chargers side of the ball, Justin Herbert. I mean, what a surprise. Tyrod Taylor, good thing oh, for that yeah. doctor to, to puncture Tyrod's lungs because <laughs> where would they be? That's the best they? thing that happened to the Chargers in years. <laughs> Honestly, where would they be now? Look, at this point, you have to start him. He's quarterback 16. You know who's who he's right behind? Who? Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar quarterback 15? <laughs> yeah. Lamar is that is right? Quarter, I, yeah, look it up. Quarterback 15, I'm pretty sure. What the, the heck? That might, might have to do with the bye week. But, yeah, p- wow. potentially. But look, I think that's a lot of there's a lot of questions here. Once again, with Lamar, is he going to prove himself with this game? But Justin Herbert right. is proven. He played. I mean, he almost won that wow. Kansas City game. Just just yeah. let me know. Let, let, let's and remember actually, that. Actually, you know, <clears throat> going back in and and looking at Herbert's performances so far, there's only been one week that you've been frustrated that you started him. And that was week three against Carolina. And every other week, he has balled out. Yeah. And it's been against decent teams. Tampa Bay put up three touchdowns, almost 300 yards. New Orleans, four touchdowns. Uh, that, that was Monday night. And against Jacksonville, obviously had the four touchdowns as well mm-hmm. with the 40 bomb. Herbert. He's moving into the must-start range. <laughs> he he's I, he's there. I think I, th- I think he's there. We're gonna see with here. Broncos has a great defense. They have a good run defense. So I think this is gonna challenge him. He's gonna be able to. He's gonna have to move the ball through the air. They're gonna see how yeah. they're gonna be using all these these weapons. But look, obviously, Justin Herbert, Keaton Allen, Hunter Henry are your guys. Keaton Allen had an absolute ridiculous game last oh week. Gosh. Crazy amount of targets. Um, I mean, I want the guy on my team. You yeah. know. I'm trying to I'm trying to trade him, trade for him. Hunter yep. Henry didn't have the best game. He was three for seven last game. He will bounce back for sure against yeah. his Denver defense. I'm not worried about him. Too much talent. Him. Yeah. Let's see here. But questionable players. Players that I'm not really confident in starting. Definitely Mike Williams, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm only confident in starting him when Keenan Allen is out. Yeah. I yep. mean, th- th- I there's really no explanation. Last week, I needed to start someone last week in a pinch, in a league, and I started Mike because he's playing Jacksonville. And <laughs> oh my gosh, to say yeah. it was heartbreaking is an understatement. Yeah, look, I, I it's it's a bit rough with Mike. There's a lot of hope. He's a very talented player. I think he can be a great, great oh, re- receiver God. if he was on another team potentially. I mean, Keenan Allen maybe is just too talented for Mike's mm. talent. Yeah, that's the crazy that thing, sense. right? Because Mike Williams, one-on-one, throw the ball up and see who gets it. There's not many people who are better at that. Yeah. Like, not even five players in the league who are better at that. We'll see. And Maybe. why are they not... How has Mike Williams not had an established role ever for this team? Uh, I'm not really sure. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. Another questionable play is all these running backs. Look... I love Joshua Kelly. I still love Joshua Kelly. I still think he's a great player. He just needs to have the opportunity. He has the opportunity. He had the opportunity. He kind of messed it up. Justin yeah. Jackson came back. There, there it's a, it's a, it's a complete, complete. It's a complete s- <laughs> split down the middle. Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly are actually splitting carries evenly. They're completing carries, yeah. Comes <laughs> right down the middle. 
they both had 10 points last game. They both had, I think, 11 carries, 10 carries. They both had, what, four or five catches in the backfields. Yeah. I mean, these guys are the definition of splitting carries. And plus, yeah. Denver gives the third fewest points to running backs. So, yeah. one, this is not a great, a good matchup to start any of these guys. Mm. Obviously, if I had to start one, it probably has to be Justin Jackson, unfortunately, to my boy Joshua Kelly. But Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. Really it for the Chargers here. And on Broncos' side of the ball, must starts for me. I personally think it's Tim Patrick. He had a rough game. You know, it's a tough matchup against this this Chargers defense. I think the Chargers have a have a great secondary. They're a lot talent they're a lot more talented than than we think than than they're playing. So I think they could come out and really shut these guys down. But Tim Patrick is a must start. He's the only technically receiver there for this Denver defense. I mean Denver offense. You know? Yeah, he. Are you worried about his hamstring issue? It's it's a. I think it, I am worried, but if he's playing, I'm gonna play him. I think if okay. I had him. Yeah, I get that. Noah Fant came back tight end twelve, lots of targets. He had a lot of targets last game. I think he was like three for eight. He he didn't yeah. do too Expect well. Expect the production to come back, right? I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not I'm not crazy, or I'm not worried about him. And then Melvin Gordon. 17 carries, running back 26. I mean, you have to start him. Philip Lindsay is in that, mm. um, still in the concussion protocol. He had a concussion last game. We'll see what happens with him. But if Philip Lindsay is out, Gordon could be a great start in this game. Yeah. <clears throat> against his like former it. team. I like it. You know? Yeah. There, there will definitely be emotions there for Melvin Gordon to prove himself. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously my my players that I'm not confident starting, Philip Lindsay, obviously with the concussion. And then Jerry Judy. This is a huge uh, letdown for everyone yep. right now. Disappointing. I know Zach think he was the most talented. You said he was the most talented receiver coming out of the, the class. I still... Um, I don't know. I just really think he's still the most talented wide receiver in this class. I just think, man, it's so rare for a wide receiver in Denver to really be relevant lately. And yeah, it's odd. I just wish he oh. went to a team that could have utilized him properly because he is so talented. Yeah, it, it doesn't look too good for his future at the moment. Obviously, Cortland Sutton is out for the season with that torn ACL. It's going to look like when Cortland Sutton comes back, Tim Patrick could be taking number two. Yeah, as soon as I found out Jerry was going to the Broncos, uh, I don't know. I was just, I was a little bit sad for him. No disrespect to the Broncos at all. It's just... It's just not a place wide receivers really want to go. Yeah. You know? But well, that's it. He's obviously got the talent. So I think we'll, we'll give him the rest of the year to see what he's got. The last matchup is the 2-5 and five Cowboys at the 2-4-1 and one Eagles Sunday night football. Oh, <laughs> boy. We just keep getting the NFC East in primetime games. <laughs> what, what did the people ask for? <laughs> Why didn't they move this out of out of prime time? Why couldn't we move to a different game to Sunday night football? Look, to be fair, looking back at it, they're like, man, Dak Prescott gonna ball out, you know? Wow, yeah. they had all this all this talent. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Eagle side of the ball, Carson Wentz, Super Bowl? He's a Super Bowl <laughs> quarterback? You know? Super Bowl yeah. caliber team? Um, Doug Peterson? I would much rather watch a lot of matchups than this one on Sunday night. But we get what we get. And just happy football's on, you know. That's the kind of mentality we got to have this year. But let's talk about the Cowboys. 
Only must-start players are Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper. Zeke has struggled. Yes, I know. But he is an elite talent. And yeah. the volume will be there. Volume combined with game plan, I think he gets back on track in this one and has at least 15 fantasy points. Amari Cooper seems to be the only wide receiver you can trust on this team. Yeah, and absolutely. And regardless of the quarterback, it looks like they're going to feed him targets. That's that's a part of the game plan from what we could see. Yeah, Amari Cooper, the only receiver there. I'm glad I have him. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean he... Uh, I think all these receivers' values have dropped significantly Absolutely. in the Absolutely. last couple of weeks. But Philadelphia is not great against wide receivers. They are currently the 21st defense against wide receivers. So you're probably thinking, well, does that mean I can start CDE or Michael Gallup? I mean... Oh, you don't want to. You really don't want to. No, you but don't. if I had to choose one of these guys, I am going to be starting CD over Michael Gallup. Absolutely. I think CD has more talent. I think he's got that run-after-catch ability. And I think they're going to try and get him involved in the game plan. Look, they need CD to be a great wide receiver to win games. Absolutely. That's just the reality. They need all the talent they can get to help them win games right now. And regardless of the quarterback, I think Amari will have his targets and I think CD will have his targets. Let's see if they can have any production from it. But I agree. Dalton Schultz just been <laughs> not the tight end you wanted him to be anymore. And I don't think you can start him. Could probably drop him at this point, if Absolutely. we're honest. Yeah. And maybe there's not a tight end you want to start on this team. No, there's no tight ends. Look, there was a lot of hope with Dolce Schultz. Well, obviously, with Dak Prescott, you know, there's a lot of there was a lot of talks of Blake Jarwin with Dak Prescott. It's it sad, you know. I had Dalton Schultz. I picked him up off of waivers. I dropped him. I dropped him yeah. this, this, you know, um, last night during the waivers to get somebody else. Like I, I have I have Zach Ertz on the IR and Jimmy Graham right now, which I think is clearly a lot better. So, yeah. Just can't do it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let's talk about the Eagles. Carson Wentz is a must start. Yes. I know that's really weird to hear. I know we've been bagging on Carson Wentz, the fantasy community. But go back and look at his game logs. Take out week one and two. And look at what he has produced. Okay. Currently sitting as the quarterback seven. Carson Wentz has been finding a way to ball out in fantasy. Even with the receiving options being terrible, he has found a way to be relevant. He's a person that I don't mind having on my team against Dallas. I actually think Carson Wentz is a must start. Yeah. Am I crazy for saying this? Absolutely not. I mean, going once again, going against that Dallas defense is terrible. You have yeah. to start him. I think you have to start him. And it's probably this stigma in fantasy where his name has been kind of, you know, I guess brought through the mud a little bit. But Carson's a great start this week, in my opinion. And you probably could have streamed him at this point because of people not trusting him. Boston Scott filling in well for Miles Sanders. The volume will be there. This will be his last game probably as a starter. I expect a 10 to 15 point week out of Boston Scott. Yeah. And I think you could start him if you need him in a pinch. Travis Fulham 
seems to be that guy. The consistency is there. The targets mm-hmm. are there. Carson needed a guy to be consistent, and Travis seems to be out of Old Dominion. What a what a place for a <laughs> for your number one wide receiver to come from. But to be fair, Travis has really been that guy for for Wentz. He's been that safety blanket. Are you starting him with confidence? I am starting with confidence this week once again, just purely because of the 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 Giants, the the Cowboys yeah. defense. I'm not really. I'm not really worried about this defense. Once again, like anyone on the Eagles team, I think you should start. I mean, yeah, and I like it's it. it's clear that Deshaun Jackson is not here, and then Alshon Jeffries still is nowhere to be found. So you have to start him. Yep. Now my only questionable player is Richard Rogers. What do we know? Well, we know Carson Wentz loves the tight end position. Mm-hmm. So who's the only person really playing tight end on on the Eagles? <laughs> it's Richard Rogers. Which means if you need a streaming option at tight end, Rodgers is a great option. However, there are a lot of people I'm starting over him. But if you need a stream, Rodgers could be a great guy. Those are the week eight, six key matchups that we wanted to take you through. Well, let's talk about Hail Mary matchups. Oh, boy. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountain? Hail Mary matchups of the week. Well, what is a Hail Mary? Pretty simply put, if you need a spot start, you need to throw up a prayer and see what comes back in fantasy. We're going to give you, from each of the remaining matchups, one player that we would start if we needed a Hail Mary. We might not start all these guys, but we're just giving you, potentially, some people to think about. So... We're going to take 30 seconds on the clock each and go back and forth with the remaining matchups. Badaki, 30 seconds on the clock. Go ahead and start us off. Five and two Rams at the three and three Dolphins. It's Tua time, baby. You already know what it is. Tua's first game of the season. I personally think he can be taken off here. He's going to be running all over the field. Aaron Donald is going to be chasing him. It's going to be rough, but I can definitely see him going off this game. Tua could be a Hail Mary. I love it. The 0-7 Jets at the 6-1 Chiefs. My one player is actually two. Nicole Hardman or Sammy Watkins, whichever one. Because if Sammy Watkins starts, he's my guy. Okay, he's my Hail Mary. I think one of these guys will get a touchdown in this share the love game, if you will, against (laughs) this terrible Jets team. There's going to be plenty of points to go around, and I think one of these guys grabs a touchdown. 4-2 Colts at the 3-3 Lions. Look, not that not many people here, but if you need one, Zach Pascal. Obviously, a lot of wide receivers are injured. You know, Odell Beckham, you know, Chris Godwin, all these guys. Personal and a lot of receivers on the bye. But the Lions give up a lot of points to wide receivers, and Zach Pascal could be a great Hail Mary start for you guys. I like it. The two and four Patriots at the five and two Bills. My one player is Cole Beasley. And Cole you might Beasley. be confused by this. He's been great this season. Yes, he has, but John Brown has been injured most of it. We don't know what his role will look like. So he's a riskier play than you think he is. But Cole Beasley is a Hail Mary. I am comfortable throwing up. Four and three, 49ers, five and one, Seattle Seahawks. Look, we talked about this guy earlier in his DJ Dallas. Chris Carson is week to week with the foot. Carlos Hyde is questionable with a deep tissue injury. Travis Homer is hurt as well. The only man left is DJ Dallas. He could be the deep, deep Hail Mary play of the week for you boys. I like it. 
Last Hail Mary matchup is the 4-2 Saints at the 2-4-1 Bears. My one player is Trey Quan Smith. Sanders is out with COVID. Callaway isn't practicing. And will Michael Thomas play? We don't know. There has to be a fantasy wide receiver here who's relevant. Probably, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. my Hail Mary is Trey Quan Smith. The volume hasn't been there, but they might have to give him that volume in this game against the Bears. Throw up a prayer and see what comes down. Those are our Hail Mary matchups of the week. A lot of risk, but they could pay off. Absolutely. Did we miss a player today on the show that you wanted to ask a question about? Probably. There's a lot of players out there, and we can't cover them all, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. on the podcast. But every Saturday, we post a start-sit questionnaire on our story, and we we like to actually uh, reply to every single person. But are we doing it in IG Live this week, actually? I just remembered. Yeah, we, we definitely should be doing IG Live this week. Okay. We'll keep you posted. We'll so, keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. But on Saturday, we always help with start, sit advice. We will let you know if we're going live or if we're just going to do the story. Stay tuned to our Instagram page at Fantasyland Football. Don't miss the next episode. Oh we're going to give you straight cash and just trash from week eight. And we're also going to talk about Monday Night Football. Straight cash and just trash is our favorite segment, really. Isn't it? Yeah, look, it's 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 the people that that took off and the people that did absolutely terrible and probably let you down for the week. I'm excited for I'm excited for this week. You know, the Monday Night Football. You already know yours truly, the New York Football Giants. It's gonna beat the Bucks. <laughs> nah, hopefully, we'll see. Uh, I'm pumped. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just a reminder: we are giving away a signed George Kittle jersey. Compliments of RSA. Head to our Instagram page to enter. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You can subscribe on YouTube if you'd like to see our faces. And you can support us through Patreon. Patreon.com slash FantasylandFam is the easiest way to support the show and believe in us as we continue to help you win those championships. Thank you so much for listening in on the show today. Badaki and I are so grateful for the Fantasyland Fam community. Mm -hmm. And we honestly are so excited to see how this is growing. Yeah, absolutely. We're pumped. We're excited. We can't wait. I mean, man, we would love to see where we're at in a year time. We can't wait to be there. We can't wait for for you guys and all the new people are going to be there, too. So continue to support the show. We love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. See you there. See you there. Hey. Yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.